Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Hello and welcome to the Puppy English Podcast. My name is Sam and I'm your English teacher. In this podcast, we're going to be talking about problems learning English. And I'm going to teach you some expressions for talking about your problems, for talking about difficult situations. And then later on in the podcast, I'm going to be answering some of your questions about your problems learning English. And then I'm also going to teach you some expressions about overcoming problems. Okay, because I'm an optimist and I think we can overcome our problems. We can solve our problems. Anyway, let's get started and let's look at the first expressions for talking about problems. Okay, so the first really useful expression is going through a rough patch. If you're going through something, it means you're experiencing it. Okay, but we use the kind of phrasal verb go through more than experiencing. It sounds strange to say I'm experiencing a rough patch. No, I'm going through a rough patch, which means I'm going through a bad situation. Now, we usually use this with a person. For example, I'm going through a rough patch with my girlfriend. Okay, or I'm going through a rough patch with my parents, and it kind of means we're having problems. Okay, not everything is going well. Rough, rough patch, rough is the opposite to smooth. So you can also say things are going smoothly, and this means that things are happening without any problems. Okay, things are going without problems, things are going smoothly. So going through a rough patch is the opposite of this. Going through a rough patch, a uh, patch is kind of like a period of time. So rough patch is kind of like a problematic period. Yeah, we're going through a problematic period, but more colloquial, okay, more spoken English. We're going through a rough patch. Okay, it's a pretty cool expression. And the second expression is also very cool. I am down in the dumps. You can say, I am down in the dumps, or you can say, I'm feeling down in the dumps. And this means I'm feeling sad and depressed. Now, a dump is actually kind of like a hole in the ground where you put rubbish, where you put trash. So if you say, I'm feeling down in the dumps, it kind of means I'm feeling like rubbish, I'm feeling like trash. And actually, you don't need to say in the dumps. You can just say, I'm feeling down, and it has the same meaning. 
If you say I'm feeling down, it means I'm feeling sad, I'm feeling depressed. But I'm feeling down in the dumps is a little bit more expressive. And there is another variation of this expression as well, which is also commonly used. You can also say I'm feeling down in the gutter. I'm feeling down in the gutter. Now the gutter is the kind of hole in the road where the water escapes. So it rains and then so that the road doesn't flood, they have the gutters. So the water goes underground and leaves the roads or leaves the city. Okay, so again, the gutter isn't a nice place. So if you say I'm feeling down in the gutter, it means I'm feeling sad or depressed. Anything when you say I'm feeling down, down kind of means sad and depressed. And anything that is up means I'm feeling happy. So there are some expressions which kind of talk about things that are up that mean I'm happy. For example, I am on cloud nine. The clouds are in the sky. They are up. And if you say I'm on cloud nine, it means I'm feeling happy. Or you can say I'm in seventh heaven. Heaven, again, in the sky means I'm feeling happy. Or I'm feeling over the moon. Again, the moon is up. I'm feeling over the moon. I'm feeling very happy. Down means sad. Up means happy. Okay, so those are two cool expressions. Going through a rough patch and going down, uh, feeling down in the dumps, sorry. But we've also got another expression here that's very common, in a bad way. We use this simply with the verb to be, I am in a bad way, which means I'm not good. For example, how is Emma? Hmm. She's in a bad way. She's stressed about the IELTS exam, okay? This means Emma is bad. She isn't good. She is in a bad way. You can say the opposite. She's in a good way. How is Emma? Ah, she's in a good way. She studied for the IELTS exam and she passed. She got a really good score and she's very happy. She's in a good way. She's in a bad way. She's in a good way. Now, the next expression isn't quite as common, but it's pretty cool and it's very expressive. In dire straits in dire straits. This means you're in a very bad situation and it's very difficult to fix. For example, we are all in dire straits with the COVID-19 situation. No, it's a very bad situation. And as we can see, <laughs> as is being proven, it's very difficult to fix. We're in dire straits. If you say something is dire, just on its own, it just means it's kind of extremely bad. For example, I got dire results in my exam. Okay, I got extremely bad results in my exam. So it's a very negative word. And the next expressions are kind of rude. Okay, very informal English, very common English, kind of language that you use with your friends. Okay, but they are swear words, they are rude words. The first one is in the shit. If you are in the shit, it means you are in trouble. Okay, you have big problems. For example, I am in the shit with my boss because I am always late for work. Okay, I'm in the shit with somebody or I'm in the shit 
for something. I'm in shit for being late. I'm in shit with my boss. Uh, so yeah, I'm in the shit. Or we can say, I'm fucked. Very, very, very common. Uh, this means you have a massive problem and it kind of implies there is no way to fix the problem. I'm fucked. Let's look at an example. Um, so tomorrow I'm going on holiday and I'm, I've booked uh, the flights and I'm fucked because I have lost my passport. I don't have time to get a new passport and I need my passport to fly. Okay, I don't have an identification card. So, I'm fucked. I can't do anything. I can't go on holiday. Big, big problem. Okay? Cannot fix it. We can say, I'm fucked. And this is extremely common. Um, there are different variations, but all of them tend to be rude. For example, definitely in British English, you can say, I'm screwed. I'm screwed. Screwed has the same kind of meaning as fucked. It has that sexual implication. Uh, and again, it means uh, the same. Big problem, cannot fix it. I'm screwed, I'm fucked. It's good stuff to know. Okay, so moving on to the next part of the post podcast, we're going to be looking at some of your problems learning English, and I'm going to be answering your questions and also trying to teach you some vocabulary, some expressions for overcoming those problems. Okay, so the first problem I've got here uh, from one of my followers on Instagram is I'm having a hard time finding someone to practice English with. Okay, so they've used the expression, I'm having a hard time. Okay, um, it's a difficult situation for me. I'm having a lot of difficulties finding someone to practice English with. And this seems to be a very common problem because most of you do not live in an English-speaking country and it is difficult to find people. But I will say this, I've said this to a lot of people before, you need to make the most out of your resources, okay? So if you make the most out of something, it means you take the best things from what you have got, okay? You make the most out of something. You make the most out of your resources and your biggest resource for learning English is the internet, doesn't cost too much and there is so much for you to help you learn English and it can also help you find people to practice your English with. Most of you are on social media and social media is a great place to find people, pen friends to write with but also people to speak with. We have Zoom, we have Skype, we have Google Meets and you can find somebody and once a week, twice a week, every day of the week if you want, you can practice your English together and of course if you do it every day of the week, you're going to improve a lot, a lot. So how can you do this? Here's an example. You go to an Instagram page which teaches English like Papi English and you get in the comments of the posts. You say, hey guys, I'm looking for somebody to practice English with. Anybody interested? Send me a DM or send me a personal message. And for sure, people are going to get in contact with you. You can try out, uh, have a little conversation on Skype or on Zoom. If it goes well, you can make it a regular fixture, okay? You can make it a regular thing, that means. 
Okay, remember everyone is in the same boat as you. So probably on social media, there are people looking for exactly the same thing as you. So people are going to be really happy if they see a message like that. And you're going to start finding all sorts of different people to speak English with. And the great thing is, you're then going to start speaking English with people from all around the world. And you're going to meet so many interesting people and learn so many things about different cultures. And that's pretty cool. So that's definitely what I recommend you to do with that. Make the most out of your resources. Take the best things from what you have got. And for sure, you're going to find someone to practice your English with. Let's look at the next question. I feel nervous when I speak English. Is it normal? Absolutely. It's normal to feel nervous when you're speaking a new language, especially if you haven't spoken it before. Maybe you have studied English a lot. For example, you've studied English at school a lot and you know the language very well, but then you haven't practiced so much and like actually producing language is a completely different thing to knowing the language. And then you get nervous because you don't want to be embarrassed. You don't want to make mistakes. And I've experienced this, okay, with, um, for example, when I learned Portuguese, I spent a lot of time in the classroom learning grammar, studying. But then when I had to go and speak to people, I found it very difficult. And I felt like they judged me if I made a mistake. Or to be honest, if I made a mistake living in Portugal and Lisbon, they all spoke English so well. So even if I made like an error in Portuguese, like a little one, or they noticed my accent, they would think, oh, okay, he's not Portuguese, he's English or he's a foreigner, and they'd speak English with me. It made me very angry because I really wanted to speak. So there is a lot of pressure. So I think it is normal um, to feel nervous. So what can we do? We have to practice and we have to build up our confidence. Maybe you can start speaking English with a teacher if you can afford a teacher because teachers are very understanding and they have your complete attention and they're going to make you speak English. And the job of the teacher really is to help you build your confidence in the language. And then if, okay, if you cannot afford a teacher, maybe find a friend who's in a similar situation as you. Maybe they're also feeling like they need to build up their confidence. Or maybe they're really confident in English, but you're going to feel confident with a friend because you know them. You're going to feel comfortable with them. So maybe that's a good place to start. Start speaking with a friend. Build your confidence over time and take it from there. Then maybe find somebody on Instagram who's in the same boat as you. So if you say someone is in the same boat as you, it means someone in the same situation as you. Okay, also looking to build up their confidence and go from there. Talk to them, talk to somebody new. And over time, it's a matter of practice. You're going to get very confident. Um, like for me, for example, like now, I speak Italian every day, pretty much some point in the day. I make mistakes all the time, but... I don't care. <laughs> I'm just used to speaking Italian. It's just the way I have to communicate to get my ideas across, to say what I have to say. So I don't really think about it. I just I just talk and okay, the errors are there. I am trying to improve. I am doing lessons as well because I do want to make less mistakes. But I mean, you just do what you do. And like now I'm confident. I'm not perfect. My Italian isn't amazing, but I'm confident, which is a good thing. Okay, 
So the language I want to teach you here is to you need to try and get over it. Okay, you need to try and pass the problem. Okay, you've got to try and recover from the problem. Get over the problem. Get over the hurdle. So if you ever watch like the Olympics, they're running, and then they have the hurdles. It's like a like a thing they have to jump over. Okay, you have to jump over the hurdle. You have to get over uh, the problem. Okay, next question.、Hmm. I have to do an IELTS test and I'm not prepared. Well, the good news is, again, you need to make the most of your resources. Okay, you need to take the best things from the internet, which most of you have, because you're using the internet to watch or listen to this podcast. So there are so many free resources. If you type in YouTube. Uh, IELTS preparation. You're going to find so many cool videos that are going to help you so much. Explanation videos, or you can go on websites like British Council where they have practice tests and tips about IELTS. It's very important to do practice tests when you're preparing for the IELTS exam. So、um, you need to take it on. You need to give it all, your all. You need to give it your best shot. Okay, and this means go for it. Okay, try your best. We've got take it on, give it your, give it your best shot, and all of these expressions mean try your best. Final question: I need to improve my grammar. Fantastic. Me too. In Italian, I need to improve my grammar, and I need to sort it out. That means I need to fix the problem. To sort something out means to fix the problem. How can we fix the problem? How can we sort it out? Well, you can do like me. You can take、uh, lessons with a teacher, which obviously costs a bit more money. Or also in the past, when I learned Spanish, I used grammar books with exercises. So they have a little explanation of the grammar, and then you do some exercises to practice the grammar. I found this very effective. Obviously, then you're not using the grammar in a spoken way, so that's probably the the, the limitation, the drawback of this method. But it's cheap and it's easy, and it helped me a lot to understand the grammar. So, if you're looking to do something like this, I probably recommend Oxford Grammar in Use are the most popular books. They're very simple to understand the grammar rules, and then you've got some exercises on the next page to practice it. And you can get those books very, very easily. Or you can go on YouTube or on Instagram, and you can find teachers like me who are doing grammar lessons, grammar explanations, which is also free and very, very useful. Okay, guys. So I hope that helped you, and you've learned some expressions about talking about your problems, and also some expressions for kind of getting over your problems, overcoming your problems. And also, I hope I've given you some little advice about problems that you might have had、uh, learning English. Thank you very much for watching Puppy English, the podcast. Puppy English is practice and perfection in English. And until next time, keep learning English. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. 
Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Mm. 